Welcome to another episode of the Marjomax Minute. My name is Paul Ayers, the fifth professional one. And as always, I'm grateful that you've decided to invest the time today to work on maximizing your margin, optimizing your team, and rescuing your time, not just in your work and career, but in all aspects of your life. Today, I want to discuss the topic of self-reflection and how that can help us be better leaders, better professionals, and better in all aspects of our life. The tip today is to start to journal. If you haven't already started to professionally journal, I highly recommend it. I'm coming up on 32 years of professionally journaling. What's really interesting is in this space where you take the time to reflect on what's just happened and work hard to extract the learning items, it's unbelievably powerful. It's also very motivating. It can be humbling. It's completely private and it acts as also a beacon of how you're growing as a professional and a human being over time. I have taken personal retreats on roughly a 10-year basis where part of that process is I spend the first morning of maybe a two or three-day retreat just reflecting on and reviewing past journaling. What's really interesting is the amount of information that comes out that you may have forgotten or didn't understand the significance of the action you were taking at that point in your life. It's unbelievably beneficial, and I can't recommend a more impactful practice for you as a human being and a professional to start right now. What's interesting is the way journaling will transition for you over time. For me now, I've really landed on kind of three baseline journaling mechanisms that I use. One is I'm an engineer, right? I love spreadsheets and analysis. So the majority of my journaling is actually in an Excel spreadsheet so that if I need to, I can run numbers involved in my decisions. I can import things and I can use that specific information to understand the circumstances in the context in which I'm actually reviewing what may have happened. What's very interesting too is to have that particular part of your journaling be a kind of a decision backdrop. There's a plethora of the classic T diagram where you're trying to make a decision across maybe three alternatives. So you make three T diagrams with the pros and the cons and you just pull that down so it's in front of you and you can really make good kind of visual comparisons and think through just what the implications are of each decision over time. I often do this on a basis where I will go through it several times. And the reason I do that is because each time that I go through it, I might cover the cognitive aspect, the very rational aspect. Another time I might be completely into the rational aspect. Sometimes it'll be all about the machines and the assets. Other times it will be all about the people and the issues that I have to overcome or the challenges I see there. I will actually speculate. I will often write down a summary action plan right there as kind of a hypothesis to test. Sometimes then the journaling stops and the work outside of the journal starts. I do not mean to use my journal to replace good work, good business plans, comprehensive initiative and implementation planning, but is as a backdrop that lets me help self-reflect on what I'm doing so that I can improve. It's all about improvement. It is the commitment to be the very best that I can be. That's what runs through all of my journals.
Okay, back to the types. The second type that I do is kind of more of a forward-looking journal where you go out and you buy a nice leather-bound book. You can see this one's a little bit aged. This particular journal is much more forward-looking in nature and has to do with kind of those ideas that jump into my head that I don't want to lose. It's not on the computer. I typically don't transfer it there. Often I will re-journal about ideas, which to me is not redundant or wasteful behavior, but another step in the process to move the concept along and really get into the spreadsheet, into the calculations to understand what's going on. But I believe that sometimes when you're trying to solve problems, the good Lord gave all of us so far paper in our hands in the act of picking up a pencil and thinking and writing down ideas in, in doing something that's more along the lines of a mind map is quite interesting. The third piece that I do happened when these computers came out in the advent of the tablet so that I can have essentially an infinite piece of paper. And that's now been where most of my mind mapping happens, where I'll develop a problem and just let this kind of roll out. So again, I have these approaches that I use. What you decide to do is really very personal for you. I've just shared mine, not that they're right or wrong for you, but they work for me. And maybe they will help you understand different avenues that you can bring forth to get actually into this process and benefit from it. Journals through the act of self-reflecting on what went right, what went wrong, being brutally honest, documenting your regrets, what you're going to do to prevent those mistakes from happening again, documenting what you're excited about and your successes. The act of journaling really does position you to bring humility and integrity and authenticity to your leadership role because you have essentially vetted what you need to do mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually in terms of your journal so that you can present yourself as a more consistent and motivated human being to the people you need to interact with, the people you need to be present with, and those people you need to ultimately influence through your leadership skills. I can't stress it enough. I think as far as frequency, that's also personal. I think the longest I've gone without any kind of journaling is probably three months, but that tends to be followed by every other day or almost daily journals for a period of time. The part of my year where I journal the most is in my planning, where I'm reflecting on what's just recently happened and trying to speculate on what the right moves are going forward, drawing from the lessons of the past as a review, speculating on what the ideas might be. It's very interesting to pull out a great idea you have and reduce it to a sentence on paper. That process alone validates so much of what you're trying to do. It really creates a more efficient you in all forms. Additionally, my journals have not been exclusively business. They have a plethora of both interactions with my spouse, with my kids, with my friends, with social interactions, with volunteerism, the good and the bad and the ugly with me on volunteer boards. Heaven knows that there's plenty of people out there that know I'm not a very good board member in volunteer situations on occasion. Other times I'm very good. And what, a, again, that self-reflection as an example has taught me to be better about saying yes and more adamant about saying no when that makes sense. 
so that I can be very upfront about what my level investment is going to be in an organization, whether again, it's volunteer or an initiative at work so that the other parties know the extent of my efforts, presence, and ability that they're actually going to get. Because then I can make the commitment, I can live up to the commitment. So, boy, I could go on. I think we will revisit the idea of journaling and other Margin Max Minutes and also Fit Professional One podcast. So look out for those going forward. I hope if you're not journaling that you'll start it and that you'll put your own personal creativity and stamp on it and be disciplined about it. Come back to it and really use it. Be absolutely honest and have your whole being show up on that paper. And I really recommend, frankly, it's you, you keep it to yourself. Maybe it becomes part of a memoir when you're dust, but until then, it's very much personal and it should be something that you use to reflect to, again, to show up as an authentic and dependable human being to the rest of the world. With that, I wish you the very best week. I hope that you'll take this tip and create great results. And for me, it's time to get to work.